Welcome to BizBody, everyone. I'm your host, Keith Shimon, and today we're doing something a little out of the norm. We're going to tell a story. This is a story about how much communication can impact the decisions you make and how you feel about a company, person, or practice. It's amazing how much words matter. Have you ever gone to a restaurant and they mess up your order? Yeah, well, I had that kind of experience. Did you say something about it? Well, let's take that one step further. Did they ask you how everything was? And if you mentioned that something was wrong, did they make sure that they got it, quote unquote, right enough for you? A poorly handled experience or expectation may keep someone from coming back. Even if it's something that's only minor, it may be just enough for them to look somewhere else. Maybe for you to look somewhere else and say a similar place that offers a similar service. This is the story of the experience of Brandon's daycare hunt and how it changed the way that we word what we do in our practice and how those words make us feel. And before we get started, make sure you go over to bizbody.net and sign up for the newsletter and go over to iTunes and give us a five-star review and leave us a positive comment while you subscribe to the podcast. It helps other professionals find us. You know, I know you're thinking, how can I support the show? Well, thanks for asking. At bizbody.net, now there's a resource section that has links to all the books and tools that we use. These links give us a commission to help us offset the cost of the podcast without costing you anything extra from your Amazon purchase. If you use a link, even if it's not for a particular book or resource, you still support the show, and we thank you for that. Enjoy the show. I don't think I was naive to think that as this this membership thing that we've created, as it evolves, right? Because we've never done this before. Like we don't, you know, nobody, it's not like we could call up somebody and say, well, how did you put this thing together? Yeah. Because there's nothing as right <clears throat> as of now that we know of that is trying to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish with this membership where, yeah. you know, you have these small you know, six people groups where not only are you getting, you know, um, we're trying to figure out like how you do like a pre-workout assessment to make sure that the actual exercise that's being done in that group is so specific and so targeted to that individual that it's no longer the workout of the day. It's the workout for the individual for the day for what they currently possess. Like, how do you put that together? Right. And that's been a five-year struggle for us to try to figure out how that kind of is going to look, how it's going to flow. Is it even, you know, yeah. I mean, is it even possible to do? Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, like with the different iterations of the membership where we've, you know, tried to, you know, figure out what's going to work and what's not going to work, you know, through that process, you you know, you kind of give freedoms and then you take some freedoms away because you realize that the freedoms that you're giving actually don't align with the vision of where you want this thing to go. Right. And, you know, so when you get those early adopters that come in that just buy into everything that you're doing because, you know, they truly believe in what you're trying to accomplish. And quite honestly, like the bare bone structure of what it is now still really 
has a positive effect on people, right? Oh, completely. So it's one of those things where it's like you see the positivity of it and you see how people are actually able to progress with it. And it's not very good right now, like, yeah. but it, it continues to get better and better. And we continue to make better decisions based on, you know, feedback from our current clients. Um, as we get more and more members realizing we need more structure, yeah. you know, it can't be less structured. It has to be more structured yeah. so that, you know, the, those people are getting more of our, you know, specific time or attention and attention for us to be able to make their experience that much better. And, you know, I wasn't naive to think that, you know, if you give people freedoms and then you take them away, that some people aren't going to push back on that. Well, tell, right? pe- tell people about your experience. You share, share with them your experience when you were looking for child care for your daughter and, and how that upset you. So, you know, originally when my wife and I were looking for um, child care, you know, like these days you got to look, you know, when my my wife was, I think at the time, maybe three months pregnant, and my sister in law is like, "We found a daycare yet?" And we're like, "Huh?" And she's <laughs> she's like, she's like, "Yeah, you guys need to start like looking for daycare now." Unless you're unless you're staying, someone staying home, right? You or you're a Kristen, you know. So she's like, "If you want to get your daughter or your son or you know what into a good daycare, like a place that you know you would go and." And stay all day. They're going to interview the baby. Right. Then the you need to start looking now because, like, the good places go on wait lists. Mm-hmm. And I was like, come on. Like, really? <laughs> really? So, you know, of course, like, my wife being, you know, the the person that, like, literally, you know, she's anal about all these things. She goes on a mission and basically, like, goes through and, and gets this list of, I think we had maybe seven or eight locations. Like, Did she, did she type out the list, too? Oh, yeah. Around, around the area that we're at, right? Because, like, we still want it to be convenient for us. Like, I don't want to take my, my daughter 35 minutes away, you know, to daycare every day. So It's like, a, know, gym, it's like a gym experience. Right. So yeah. we wanted something relatively close that, you know, on our way to work, we could drop off our daughter. But we also felt very comfortable with, you know, where she was going to be all day yeah. long. I mean, I work, my wife works, like, so my daughter spends an inordinate amount of time in daycare, you know, yeah. like, but that's our reality based on, you know, like being working parents. So, mm-hmm. you know, like we weren't going to change that scenario. Like our livelihood depends on both me and my wife working for a living, yeah. you know? So, you know, that was a decision where we were like, okay, well let's start looking into these places. Um, fortunately for us, we had an insider. Um, my wife's cousin actually works for child services. So the nice part about that is, you know, you can go online and you can research daycares and you can see, um, whether or not like those daycares have had any major violations in the last, I think up to three years, maybe, maybe it's five. I don't know. Like, again, my wife took care of all this stuff. So (laughs) during that time, you know, like there was already a couple of daycares that my wife just straight up eliminated because they had a couple major violations. Like Mm -hmm. she's like, I just don't, that's not something, you know, like I feel like I would be comfortable with. Okay. I get that. Right. Well, the nice part is, so before we went and toured, like, let me back up. Before my wife went and toured, um, she gathered... You're you're a good delegator. Right. She gathered information from her cousin 
who not only gave her any violation that they had ever had, but like any minor violation that would never show up online. Hmm. And so my wife walked into these like kind of open house, you know, tour things that they set up with a list of every violation they'd had in the last five years, major or minor, right? You know, so walking in and seeing, you know, the facilities, she would start to ask questions, you know, and some of those questions were kind of centered around some of these like minor violations. In a minor violation in a daycare is like um, an inspector walked through randomly and there wasn't like a plug in one of the outlets, mm-hmm. right? Like so that a child can't stick his finger in the plug and electrocute themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, That's pretty minor. Right. <laughs> um, you know, it could be as, it could be something as, as little as, um, you know, uh, what was one of the other things? Um you know, certain things being left out, you mm-hmm. know, like that may or may not even be reachable by the children, but like, you know, it, 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 there's a certain danger to it. Right. Yeah. So you just get checked off. It's not like you don't get fined. You don't get, you know, penalized necessarily unless too many of those things add up. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you look at them, you know, and when I looked at this list, I'm like, oh, that's not that bad. I mean, come on, like shit. You walk around our house, you find the same shit, you know, like around our house. Um, but they're kind of anal about it, you know, which is good. They should be, right? Yeah. And, um, you know, the thing that I thought, I thought, you know, when we went through that process, it was just so intriguing to me was people would straight up, like, lie about, like, these little minor violations because they didn't feel like it was, I guess because they just didn't feel like it was a big deal, right? Because they didn't get hammered on it. Yeah. And because the normal person isn't going to have access to that. Yeah. Like they would literally just lie to my, my wife's face. Like, you know, when she would ask them point blank, have you had any violations in the last two years, major or minor? And like outside of two daycares that we visit or that she visited, all of them said, no, of course not. And the funny thing is one of the daycares actually lied about a major violation that anybody could have seen because it was online. Yeah. They lost a child for a, for over an hour. Wow. They just straight up lost a child, <laughs> right? Well, I don't so, want that to be my child. So, you know. Hey, like, where's Susie? That, well, uh, uh, we don't know. Red flag, red flag, <laughs> right? So, you know, the, the interesting part was like, so then – when it came down to it, it came down to a couple different daycares that we had the opportunity to go in and talk to the owners, right? And um, at this point, it was kind of down to two based yeah. on, you know, both yeah, the, owners were very upfront. <laughs> the two don't, that don't play like tag with the light socket, right? Or um, or let's let's go outside and dodge the traffic, right? Those are so, the, the best games ever. So both places, like you know, when we went in there, were really nice. Like, you know, the teachers seemed really nice. They seemed, you know, really engaging with the kids. Um, they were very, both owners had been very upfront with my wife when she walked through. Um, she just felt comfortable. Right. And like the idea of some of the things that, you know, both of these places did were really great. Now, one of them went even above the other, as far as like the things that they did with the kids and stuff, you know, but it was also significantly more money and yeah. it was further away. So like it had a couple of things against it, you know, in my book where I'm like, man, I don't want to drive an extra 10 minutes and I don't want to pay the extra money. Like, cause I didn't see, I didn't see the financial like benefit of the extra benefits they were giving for the money. Like yeah. I thought it was kind of, 
I thought it was kind of high. Um, and no, that was arbitrary. Just, yeah, and I, yeah. Just, I that was just my opinion, right? Um, arbitrary but, benefits. I meant. but a couple of my wife's friends had kids that went there, and like, of course, they loved it, and they thought it was the best thing ever, and you know, um, the one year old experience, right? Report. So when it when it really came down to it, you know, we had decided, okay, based on these two, this is the one we like, right? Mm-hmm. So at that point. You know, we knew there was an opening. We knew that, you know, in order to secure our opening, we had to make, we had to give them a deposit. Like, my wife's three and a half months pregnant. We have to give them a deposit for our child that's not even born yet, right? Yeah, we got to be about that for our job. Right, to save our, to save our <laughs> spot. So I was like, wow, that's really crazy. But, you know, we, we actually, a couple of daycares eliminated themselves because, you know, and this is, this is crazy. Like, you're going to look at me like you're nuts. But we literally called this place that one of Kristen's friends was like raving about, like that her chil- both her children went to mm-hmm. and started there, right? And it was right in our area. So it would have been a very convenient place for us to take, you know, our daughter. And my wife calls and asks to set up a tour. And the lady was like, oh, well, when are you due? And my wife's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm due in September. She's like, oh, well, unfortunately, we're we're on a waiting list of two and a half years for infants here. What? Like, how are you on a waiting list? Like, who the hell knows they're having a baby three years from now? Like, <laughs> I was just, like, totally blown away by that. But, like, apparently... <laughs> the infants stay infants apparent, for two years, too. <laughs> apparently, like, when my wife was like... Because, again, she was a little taken aback. She was like, excuse me, what? You know, like... And the lady's like, oh, yeah, well, um, I know that sounds weird, but we've got two other locations. And she's like, you know, this tends to be the most popular location. So if there's an if there's ever an opening, if you're in one of the other locations, you get first right of refusal to transfer over to this location. That's how we're able to stay on like a two and a half year waiting list for babies. And so my wife was like, well, where are your other two locations? Well, they were nowhere close to us. So I was like, <laughs> yeah, there's no way I'm going on a waiting list to potentially, you know, make it convenient for That's us. That's got to be such a fragile business model, too, to right. be able to only take in that that many people. And then, you know, I mean, babies get older, right? So then either they're further along the daycare line or they're not. Right. Yeah. So, you know, like... Back to, you know, the the facility that we started, um, that we decided that we we're going to give our deposit so that, you know, like our daughter had a spot when she was six months old. And, or I think you can take her like four months. It was four months. Four yeah. months. Um, so fine. Cool. You know, sign the paperwork. I knew what it was going to cost us. Um, you know, no big deal. Right. Well, then as we go through the process and, you know, my wife gets more and more pregnant and gets, you know, further and further along, um, she has our daughter and, you know, we get an email from the owner of the daycare, congratulations, yada, 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 like, you know, all good and well or whatever. just won the lottery. Right. So we get within, I don't know, Dylan was maybe three months old, so we just, you know, and we had a scheduled date for her first day of daycare and, you know, they send out an email and they're like, you know, pricing structure has changed, yada, yada, yada. Like, and then my wife gets an email from the owner like, Hey, you know, we should, we should set up a meeting for you guys to come in 
bring your daughter toward the daycare. We can go over, you know, the handbook, all this stuff. Fine. So we set up that appointment. So we go in and we actually end up meeting with the um, manager of the facility. The owner wasn't there. Like she, like something came up, she was going to be there late. So we started in, you know, with the manager, like talking about like, okay, here's the routine. Here's what you do when you bring your daughter in. Mm -hmm. Here's where you go. Um, And by the time we finished all that, like the owner still wasn't there. And, you know, the manager like gives us our contract and the handbook and is like, I need you guys to sign this. Mm -hmm. Well, then, you know, my wife takes a look at it and she's like, well, like this isn't the price that we agreed on, like eight months ago and she's like oh yeah like our prices have increased since you guys you know like gave your deposit we're now like you know it's a little more expensive but you know if you and if you want to pay with credit card you know we're charging an extra three percent fee on top of that now as well and i was like so in the last seven months, not only have you increased the price, but like now I've got to pay an extra three percent if I want to put it on my credit it's card. It's like a six to ten percent jump. I'm like, wow, like that's crazy. Like we gave you a deposit, you know, securing our spot at the price that you gave me, and now you're telling me that I got to pay, you know, like ten percent more in order to keep the spot that you took my money for for my daughter to keep her spot. You know, like the whole thing was just like, to me, shitty. Like I just felt crappy about it. It was like the way it was presented, the way like, you know, I was almost, I felt like ambushed. I was like, okay, well now you have no more choice. Here's what it is now. You either pay it or find another place to go. I mean, where are some ways that like a lot of that could have been headed, like thwarted, you know? So here's the thing. It's like, you know, I think, you know. Better communication, obviously, would have helped, like, you know, when they raise their rate, like, send out a letter, like, hey, due to increasing costs, yada, 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 like, we're increasing our price from this to this. I hope that, you know, you know, the continued service that we give is good enough to where you guys, like, will will stay. Well, like, I don't know, something, right? Anything. Where, like... Now that my daughter is like three weeks away from starting daycare, like I don't get bombarded by this. Like, so that at the very least, if I look at that and say, you know what, like an extra 10 bucks a month, like I didn't really want to pay what you were asking in the first place. That extra 10 bucks makes me want to look for a new place. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I want to go and pay the extra 200 bucks at the other place because yeah. now I feel like it's a better value, right? But I, I didn't at that point when I'm sitting there, I didn't feel like I had that choice anymore. Yeah. You know, like that choice was taken away from me. Yeah. So you've been, you know, depo- you've been like reeled in, deposited in, and then on top of it, like you were handed this this like almost ultimatum during right. that time, rather than like even sending out an email saying, "Hey, look, you know, we're going to make some modifications to our pricing structure. You know, we, we appreciate the deposit. You know, we can have a meeting to talk about it to show you like what our changes are going to be. Is that okay with you? Even right. something as simple as that. Exactly. And I would have totally been a lot more fine with that. Um, and you know, so then my wife, like being you know the person that she is, she's very meticulous about everything. She's like, "Oh no." Like we've got, you know, when I signed that, um, when we gave that deposit, we signed a contract like at that point. So you guys need to honor the price that you gave us, you know, 
during, you know, when we signed that contract. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, you know, the manager's like, well, I'll have to talk to the owner. She's like, oh, yeah, you need to talk to the owner. Like, because I've got emails, like, back and forth with the owners stating that these are the things that, you know, like, we've agreed upon. So, mm-hmm. you know, if I need to, I can print them out and bring them in. But, yeah. you know, like... We were never, we never discussed any of this other stuff. Like, you're just now throwing this on me. And, yeah. you know, like at the time, like I was, I was so irritated. I was trying not to say anything because like when I get irritated, sometimes I get like very sharp in the tongue and, uh, or sharp in the fingers that right. are around people's throats. Right. So I was just kind of like, you know, sitting back and, you know, finally, you know, as it all turned out, like the owner did show up. And, you know, she kind of reaffirmed like, oh, no, no, you guys signed your contract, you know, eight months ago, your terms are locked in, you know, but we are going to, we are implementing that 3% charge for credit cards. Like that's just across the board, but Mm -hmm. your price per month isn't changing. Like Mm -hmm. even though we've increased the price, like on all new clients, right. Or all new babies. And I was like, okay. But I'm like, so if I don't pay with a credit card, I pay this much. But if I pay with a credit card, now I'm getting a 3% charge, like, banged on to me, right, at the end of the month. She's like, well, you know, we run a lot of credit cards. We see a lot of credit card fees over the years. I was like, oh, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. I own my own business as well. Like, we run a, a ton of credit cards, right? And it sucks paying those fees. Like, I hate it. But... I also know that like that's kind of these days the cost of doing business. I was mm-hmm. like the way you guys approach this makes me feel like you're cheap. Like that you know you're passing on a cost, which I get to me, but the way you deliver it makes me look at you guys as like you're cheap. Like if you present it in a way where it's like okay, the new price is this, 1000 bucks a month for your child. But, you know what I'll do for you? If you pay me in cash or a credit or a, a check, I'll charge you three or nine seventy for the month. How's that sound? Mm-hmm. To me, now I feel like I'm getting a, a discount yeah. for paying with a check or cash. The way <laughs> you the way you state it and the way you just you know came at me with this is I I feel like you you're threw being, a br- you threw a brick at me right. Yeah. I feel like you're being chintzy, like you're yeah. you know like you're dinging me for everything you can, and it makes me. Feel feel crappy like it makes me feel like i don't like this place yeah you know and she's like oh well i guess i never thought of it that way you know like you know what you you just you completely made me think of how how to change up our our process for our gym say like (laughs) if the the baseline cost of the of the membership is 300 dollars a month and if you don't miss anything it goes down to 199 a month right (laughs) it's like you just you just saved yourself 100 bucks right by making all of your appointments, every time that you miss an appointment, like goes back up to the three, like the two ninety nine. You know what I mean? It's just like yes. maybe maybe the idea of you getting something extra is such um, is is such a stimulant to the brain. You know, it's like makes people feel so much happier that like literally confrontations will be avoided in the future just based on the fact that people feel happy that they always feel like they're they're getting a value compared to the anchor that was set on the price to begin with. Right. And I think, you know, like 
you know, since, you know, my daughter's been going there for over a year now and we love it. Like the teachers are great. The facility's great. Um, I really have no complaints on the actual like care of my, my daughter, but I, you know, there are several things that have happened over the year that I just feel like from a business perspective, like they are a little hokey with some of the stuff that some of the practices that they have, like, you know, another one was, you know, every year they go through a renewal thing and you have to sign a new contract and all this stuff. And, um, you know, like usually it's, uh, they give you a copy of the handbook, but like, there's like a, a sheet on the front for like addendums, right? The mm-hmm. changes they've made that they highlight on a sheet in the front. So like, you know, when you're reading through this damn thing, that's 30 pages long. It's like, I don't know what's any different from last year. Right. Yeah. So they actually, they highlight the things that they've changed in the handbook. Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this sheet of paper one night after I picking up my daughter, cause you have to sign for it. So they know that you got it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at this thing and, you know, like, uh, one of the teachers there just like happened to make the comment as I'm scanning through this document, like, isn't it great? You guys get more vacation next year. And I'm looking at it as like, yeah, that's awesome. Like, you know, because here's the thing with daycare, like we get a week or five days, basically, I think, I think it's five days, five days worth of vacation a year. Right. So I pay, let's say I pay a thousand bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Pay a thousand bucks a month, regardless of whether my child goes or not. It's like, like your cell phone, right? So, if we take her out and go on vacation for two weeks, like I get a week's vacation, so I have to give them notice. So those five days that we're on vacation, or if she's sick, I can use vacation day, hmm. right? Where I don't have to pay for that day she doesn't go, but I get five days out of the year. Mm-hmm. So anything above those five days. I don't give a shit whether she's sick, whether we're out of town, whether like, you know, if they close the facility because of bad weather, we mm-hmm. still pay. Yeah. Like, so, you know, going into it, like I knew that, right. It's like expectations. There's nothing you can do about it. It's like every place you go does the same thing. It's yeah. not like you can go down the street and say, well, this place down here doesn't charge you if you don't show up, you know, like that doesn't exist. Like, the few places that allow you to do it by days, like, aren't any places you'd want to take your child. I yeah. can tell you that much right now. Like, so all the the nicer <laughs> places, like, that's how they do it, you know? Yeah. And you either accept that or you stay home or you find alternative daycare for your child, right? Yeah. So I knew that going in. And as I'm reading this, you know, the, the teacher's like super stoked for us that we're getting extra days, right? And I'm looking at this thing and I was like... Oh, so we went from five days to seven days. I was like, I got two extra days. And it's like big on the sheet, right? Extra vacation days added. So I'm looking, I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, here's where I fall. I'm going to get an extra two days of vacation, which means I get seven days now. So technically, you know, my daughter only goes four days a week. That's an extra three days, like whether she's sick or whether we go out of town for, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I was like, awesome. And then I read down to the bottom and like literally in half the, like, uh, maybe even a quarter of the size of the print, we are now, um, you will no longer now get um, credit for the following holidays. And it's like Christmas, New Year's Day, Labor Day, Memorial Day. There's five holidays that we didn't ever have to pay for in the past 
that now we have to pay for. Yeah. Like it's like due to us having to pay our staff during holiday hours, we are now passing that price on to our we're, current we're clients. Pass, we're passing the savings to you. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, so as I read this, you know, and this teacher's like standing over me with like this shit eating grin on her face because like you should be super stoked that you just got two more days of vacation. I was like, actually, you just took five days of vacation away from me. Yeah. Are you, like, are you kidding me? Are you are you nuts? Like, <laughs> I just lost all my vacation. Like, what the hell are you talking about? And she was like, well, whatever do you mean? You know, like, I was like, well, let's do the math here, right? I now get seven days of quote unquote vacation. But you just took five freaking days away from me that I didn't have to pay for last year. Five minus so, five so equals zero. So now I have two. I have two days of vacation now that I'm not paying for. I was like, don't give me this crap about like that's such a good deal. You guys just ripped me off for yeah. you know like so. The, ex- you know, the expectations again, and the communication of it's just terrible. Right, just absolutely so terrible. Again, you know, like I left the facility feeling like, man, these guys are just. I just want to choke this person. You yeah. know, it's like. Just be honest with me, man. It's like yeah. I feel a lot better if you're just straightforward with me and say, hey, you know what? Due to the rise in you know, the cost of employees and being able to take care of your child and yada, 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 like we used to give you these five holidays for free, but now we're going to need you to pay for those because of these things so that we can keep the quality of care or whatever. Well, I mean, like even being honest about that too. But don't pass it off as giving me extra time when you're not, you know? And and I, you know, when I made that comment, you know, like I think it kind of took the teacher like aback. She was just like, Oh well, maybe she well, didn't. Maybe she didn't understand. She it probably didn't even realize it, yeah. right? Like, yeah. she's not the owner. She's not the manager. Well, of that's the, that's, of the a, facility, that's an so. internal communication problem too. You know, that there's an external communication towards like external clients and the internal clients, like not knowing what the hell is going on. Like, how are they supposed to feel good about something? You know, I mean, if they knew the like how how you interpreted it before because maybe they didn't understand it that way either they're like well well, why don't we word this different right so like don't get me wrong like at that point because i was startled by that a little and i think the enthusiasm of the teacher you know kind of got like i was uh i was definitely a complete smart to her like you know and like as i left i kind of felt bad because she's a really nice teacher yeah, like yeah and she's a really nice lady and i probably totally made her feel like shit. like but at the time i was just like why are you so happy for me like why like why are you so giddy about that you guys actually just really me over <laughs> like not like i didn't get a benefit at all like you took benefits away from me you yeah. know but you pawned it off as an added benefit based on the way you presented it to me. Right. Yeah. So I just felt like, Jesus Christ, there's another thing like, you know, that it's just like little knit, you know, knit knacky things. It's like, um, what are they going to take away next? Or what are they going to do next? And it's like, you know, again, my frustration then kind of, you know, bled into that evening where, you know, like I, you know, talked about it with my wife and, She's just like, well, you know, it, it kind, of, you know, she just kind of blew it off. It is what it is. Like, we really like the place. It's not like you're gonna pull her out of daycare. I was like, I get that, but at the same time, I was like, it's just irritating. Well, you know? I mean, it's such a great lesson. I mean, it, overall, seeing how much it frustrated you from the very beginning when we when we first started talking about this, all the way down to, you know, how we communicate and communicate with Colin so that. You know, what even happened yesterday where, say, you know, we have a certain amount of time slots 
for our membership. And for people to honor those times, we have to find a way to make it make it known that those time slots are valuable. And if they don't show up, that there's a consequence for that, right? As well as, you know, Colin being okay with knowing everything that has to go on to make that efficient. And then being upfront with it. So everyone knows right off the bat, it's like, Hey, look, it, this isn't, this isn't necessarily just because we want an extra 10 bucks. You know, I mean, I could, I could say like, Hey, that 10 bucks is being donated to charity. The whole point is, is that I want you showing up here and I want you being regular because that's the only way that you're going to feel better, you right. know? And, and, and the whole point of it is everyone's on the same page. Everyone has those expectations managed. And if you, if you aren't okay with it, it's okay for you not to be here. Right. It's okay for you not to utilize our service. Well, and I think that's the, you know, getting back to like the things that we deal with in the the iterations of our membership and how things are going to continue to actually change. And in my opinion, change for the better, you yeah. know, for the betterment of the majority. Right. Um, is that, you know, initially, and I think this, you know, most people will, will, um, understand if they've ever created something or they've ever been in business. It's like, you know, you start out with this wide lane, right? Like where you try to, you try to give people and you try to give them as many options and as many freedoms as possible because you want to, you want their business, right? You want to capture as many people with your net as possible. Well, then you realize over time that, you know, some of those people you catch in your net really aren't the best fit, you know, and until you know what your specific target is and your ideal client and who you can work with, your road can't narrow, your net can't get any smaller. Right. And, you know, I think in the midst of us trying to create this new membership is the idea of, you know, our net was bigger, trying to capture more people, but also giving those people more freedom to do things. Right. And, you know, as we've started to grow and our membership has gotten bet, you know, better and it's gotten gotten bigger, you realize you can't give so much freedoms because if you do, the overall product gets worse. Well, the the like, the, 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 the service, service gets the worse. service suffers. In in, it's interesting how um, putting constraints on things can actually give more freedom to people, you right. know, it's better service. So, you know, like, you know, with our stuff where you used to be able to come and go as you please, and we would just have somebody in the gym, it's like, no, you know, as we've done this, we've gotten more members. We don't want to have 15 members in the gym at one time, which a couple different times we had 13 people in the gym. And it's like, whoa, this was never the idea of like what we envisioned yeah. this looking like. Right. Yeah. So yeah. how do we, how do we keep that from happening? Oh, okay. Well, we'll just have like our classes. Like you can call them classes, sessions, whatever the hell you want to call them. Yeah. But now we'll make people sign up for those times so that now we'll regulate the amount of people in the gym at one time so that we can give the service that we feel like, you know, those clients need and deserve. And they actually, you know, are able to get the value out of what we're charging for the monthly membership. Oh, right? plus we can design the entire experience around a unit of time that can be somewhat measured, right? right. And, so, and provide that experience. So, you know, like when you take things away, it's just like when we got things taken away in daycare initially, some people feel like, wow, like why would you do that? Why would you take this freedom away from me, right? Mm-hmm. And I think like if 
our daycare would have been better at presenting like, okay, here's the reasons why we're doing this. Like, and not been so, you know, to me, manipulative mm-hmm. with it. I would have felt better about it. And I think that like, you know, we've tried to do a, a good job and I, you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll be the first one to take the blame for, well, you, you know, you're going to make, for, everyone's going to make mistakes right, for maybe not being as transparent as I, as we should have, you know, but you know, in the midst of that, I've literally met with every one of our clients like about, okay, here's why we're doing this. Here's mm-hmm. why this has to work this way. And honestly, the majority of our clients have been cool with it after I explained to them why it's important, why like it matters and wh- how it actually benefits them yeah. to, to have this structure. And, you know, like, I guess I just didn't, didn't know, or I didn't think we would have anybody that would give us such pushback with it. Well, you know? I mean, and, like it's, it's hard to prepare for things that you don't realize exist. And that's what happens time and time again with providing a service, especially something that you've never, and we've never done before. You know, it's like you're taking the role on as, um, pretty much the manager of the gym. Like everything that, that, that I do is based upon needs that I see that you present me and what I get for feedback of the membership of which I feel like is my place, which is to read what people are, what, what type of things come up more frequently so that I can distill it down to what's necessary to help provide a better, a better service or a, a better experience, you know? And, and with that being said, it's like, yeah, you don't know until it pops up and then, then you have to react and hopefully reacting in the short term can help you with foresight into what's going to, what's going to come up next, you know, so that you don't have those situations come up and you can kind of think, oh, if these things happen, then potentially these other things can happen. How can I stave that out to provide a better experience so that overall people always feel like they're taken care of and that if you want to add things to it, people love it when you add things. People don't like it when you take things away. Right. And I think, you know, in the iteration of trying to make things as efficient and as good as possible... You're going to add and take stuff away, but I think it's the communication piece, you know, that's vital. And, you know, we're getting better at that and I'm getting, I feel like I'm getting better at that. Um, But I think, you know, you're never really fully prepared for somebody to say, no, like, you know, like, I don't want to do it that way. Yeah. You know, and like, how do you, how do you, how do you you deal with that? Right. (laughs) How do you deal with that client? And it's like, you know, you said it, you hit the nail on the head earlier where you said, you know, you need to make decisions based on the group, not the outliers of the group, yeah. you know, and make sure the core group of people that you have are the ones that are happy, that are being taken care of, that feel listen. like they're taking care of. You got to listen to them. Yeah. And, you know, the handful or the few people that just continually want to resist the ideas of the things that you're putting forth because it doesn't, you know, suit their needs at the time. Mm might not be the people that you want to be associated with in the, in the long run. Well, I think like Like, to, to, to wrap it up, you know, it's like the idea where it's like, you have to recognize what's in the best interest for the crew, like the core group of people that you serve. And if it doesn't fit within that core group of people that you serve, then it's not a good fit for them. And they, maybe they'd be happier at a different place. And it's not about like trying to stuff a square peg into a round hole. It's not a win win for everybody. You know, you, you got to come up with situations that are a win for everyone. And like listening 
to your your core base and understanding what that core base is because it's probably not going to look like what you think it's going to look like at first. It's like that's in itself a very interesting skill that you have to acquire over time. Right. So, you know, like it's at the end of the day, it's like, you know, this is an ever evolving process for us. And, you know, this isn't going to be the only bump in the road that, you know, we experience. It's the only bump. But, uh, you know, we're going to adapt and we're going to, you know, I want to be as transparent as we can, you yeah. know, with our, with our clients and our members, you know, and let them make decisions based on us trying to be as open and transparent as possible. And then that way they don't ever feel like they, like something was pulled over on them. What kind of type of service do you need to be successful? And if it's not what we built, it's like, Hey, you know what? Maybe this isn't a good fit and that's okay. Right. You know? 